So we're back, <clears throat> and we wanted to, I think we're going to just make this a continuation, a part two, so to speak. Um, one of the things that we talked about in the podcast just before this was how people are just dealing in fear, and they're so fearful, and they're kind of cowering, and, you know, just unsure what to do, yeah. um, and they need to snap out of that sort of stuff, to not live in fear, and, you know... That sort of thing. So the girls and I were kind of talking, and we wanted to bring you some scriptures, um, some encouragement to try to combat that fear, to understand what it means to not be oppressed, um, that Jesus set us free, mm-hmm. um, how to be a conqueror um, and an overcomer in all of these situations, and obviously. The Bible is so in-depth, we can't get everything, but I think we have a good base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we talked a little bit about how history is repeating itself. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite books is Bonhoeffer uh, by Eric Metaxas. And it talks about Bonhoeffer and a very small group of Christian men mm-hmm. who went to assassinate Hitler. And how they did things and, and um, the beliefs and how that fit into their relationship with God. And, and so there's a, a couple things I'll probably read from that book. But if you get a chance, um, even Bonhoeffer from the 1940s is relatable today. Because yeah. we are repeating history, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And people need to get educated. So a couple... Scripture. Well, there's quite a few scriptures. So we're going to talk about freedom, not living in fear, conquering, um, how God will bless us when we stand um, in faith and not in fear, um, trusting his word, um, and that kind of stuff. And then we'll just kind of see where it goes from there. Mm -hmm. But um, who would like to go first? First, okay, go ahead. (laughs) So, what scriptures are you going to read for us? Okay, so, let me just read one or all. (laughs) Well, whatever you feel led to do. Okay, so then I'm going to start with the first one, Isaiah 41, verse 10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So we aren't supposed to fear. Yeah, that's comforting for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, we aren't supposed to live in fear, especially from this world. Yeah. I mean, that's just not worth it at all. Um, So what's the next one you got? The next one down the line would be Matthew uh, chapter 10, verse 28. And that says, And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. And that's God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you are evil and a liar and a traitor and adulterer and it goes on and on and on, God can destroy your body and send your soul to hell. Mm -hmm. And that's where you stay forever. 
Yeah. The battle that we're dealing with is good versus evil, dark and light, um, and people, the worst that they can do is kill the body. Mm-hmm. They don't have authority to send us to hell or yeah. to heaven. Yeah. They don't have that authority. That's up to God. Mm-hmm. So... Don't fear what man can do or say or try to bully bully you into. Yeah. Ignore that. Mm-hmm. Run to God and his word and he will sustain you. Yeah. Um, so what else do you got, Joss? Well, since we're kind of on the path of fighting fear and stuff, Second uh, Timothy 1.7, For God gave us a spirit not of fear but of power, love, and self-control. Yep. I, I think that's one of my favorites. And even as you guys have gotten older, mm-hmm. I've told you, continually say that out loud. Yeah. If you need to. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the outside stuff. What were you going to say? I interrupted you. Oh, so. I was going to say, I think that's one of the first verses I memorized. Yeah. Because we used to memorize verses as a family. I remember you having... Um, uh, the cards. Thank you. Index <laughs> cards and write a bunch of verses down and we copy you or pray it with you or yeah. mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Say that stuff out loud. Mm-hmm. Demons can't stand in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. Right. They, they can't stand in the presence of Jesus. They can't stand in the presence of the Holy Spirit. They hate praise and worship um, and they don't like the word of God. Mm-hmm. So if you're confessing that stuff out loud, if you're singing praises out loud, those demons have no choice but to leave. Right. So right there is a good way to combat some stuff. Yeah. You know. So a little tidbit for you. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what else you got, Joss? Next one would be uh, Reve- Revelation 2, uh, verse 10. It says, Do not fear what you are about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison, that you may be tested. And for ten days you will have tribulation. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. So don't worry. Even though some of us might go to jail, and some of us are sitting in jail, Mm -hmm. Jesus says that if we endure, he will give us the crown of life in death. Mm -hmm. I actually have some um, verses that nobody wrote down, but they're really good. It's from Nehemiah. Chapter 4, verses, or verse 14. And it says, And I looked and arose and said to the nobles and to the officials and to the rest of the people, Do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome and fight for your brothers and your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your homes. Yeah. I, I love that one, too. I think you found that originally. And it was so important because... People aren't fighting for their freedoms or their families or their homes. They're just giving up. Partially because they're afraid. They're afraid and they figured that nothing bad's going to come their way. Yeah. And that is not true. Yeah. That's not true. Did yeah. you have anything else, Joss, on this one? On fear, no. Okay. We the rest are on freedom. <laughs> nice. Anybody else have anything on fear in regards to fear? <laughs> no, I just have things written down starting in the beginning Okay, my little list. <laughs> so we wanted to, and we might hop around a little bit, but just know that it's God's word, 
And they're here, these scriptures are here to kind of encourage you and get you to go into the Word of God so you're, you always have that stability. You always have that foundation and something to turn to that can get you through anything. And God will be the only one that can save you. Mm -hmm. Um, So we talked a little bit about oppression. And our government, our government is currently trying to oppress as many people as it can. Yeah. The opposite of oppression is freedom. 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 Mm-hmm. So God says a lot about freedom from mm-hmm. the Old Testament to the New Testament. Our founding fathers were about freedom. Yeah. They wanted to make sure we had freedoms that no one could touch. Mm-hmm. Right. And the reality is, is those freedoms are still intact But people, because they are uneducated um, and afraid, they're willingly giving up those freedoms that God gave us, that our founding fathers put on paper to make law. Yeah. These politicians, these um, evil FBI agents, and all these people that are breaking the law, they have a lot to answer for. Mm -hmm. Um, Our rights don't come from them. It comes from God and our constitutional Republican paperwork. Mm-hmm. Um, so stop focusing on the fear and the bullying that these um, so-called representatives and law enforcement are pushing because they're breaking the law. Yeah. And they're going against God. So what are some scriptures that you ladies have in regards to freedom? So in Psalm chapter 146, verse 7, it says, Who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry, the Lord sets the prisoners free. The Lord does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's the thing. Jesus died to give us freedom. Mm-hmm. And he rose again to basically um, deal with Satan and kind of cement Satan's... Um, end Mm -hmm. Um, so Jesus rose from the dead three days later gave us freedom Mm -hmm. so why are we so quick to give that up we should be fighting for that Jesus fought for us yeah I mean look what he sacrificed look what he went through yeah it's more than any of us could even imagine and most of us would never do yeah. Most of us would never go through that. Especially to for save, other people. Yeah, <laughs> to save people even in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody would do that. Mm-hmm. The Bible does mention that where it's a few people would die for a righteous person. Yeah. But Jesus died for everyone, right. including the people that hate him. Yeah. Because he wants everyone to be saved. That's yeah. what God wants. He wants everyone to be saved. He created each person. He wants them all with him. Yeah. yeah. And that that's the ultimate definition of the love of a father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wants all of his children with him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want any to perish or yeah. suffer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's also just. And he's not going to let evil into his home. Yeah. Just like none of us should. Mm-hmm. That's why we weed them out. Mm-hmm. That's why... The House of Representatives <laughs> needs to be weeded out. Mm-hmm. The evil needs to be removed. Yeah. Um, what What else did you have for freedom? I have John chapter 8, 
I'm going to read verses 31 and 32. Okay. It says, So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And the truth is lacking mm-hmm. nowadays. From the media to the politicians to the FBI, they're out to deceive, to lie, to manipulate, to slander. Uh, you can pretty much guarantee that most things coming out of their mouths are not true. Yeah. Kind of believe the opposite in most cases. Yeah. And how sad that our country has fallen so far. And here's the other thing I was thinking about this. You know, America has fought a lot of wars, um, whether it was in the right or wrong or whatever. But we set a lot of people free. Mm-hmm. We fought for other people's freedoms mm-hmm. to guarantee that they would be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I don't see anybody... I don't see any other countries. I don't see other special forces. I don't see anybody else mm-hmm. coming to help us. Yeah. And how sad and disheartening that they take advantage of America and her greatness. But when evil is starting to prevail, people just sit by the wayside and either wish And can't wait to see the destruction of America that granted all this freedom and made a lot of people rich Mm -hmm. um, while we fought and helped so many others. Makes me a little sad. Yeah. Because no one's going to help us. No one has the capabilities. No one has the desire. They're just like, whatever. And the reality is America is the beacon of freedom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. People come here because they know they can be free. Yeah. They live the American dream. And they aren't going to be able to find that anywhere else in the world. Nowhere. There's no other place. And these evil Hollywood actors and politicians that are continually hating on America, it's like, why are you still here? Mm -hmm. If you hate it so much and it has not been good to you, which we all know is a lie because... They're all millionaires because they were given the freedom to act or to be a politician or speak however they wanted to speak. Mm -hmm. They were given those freedoms here that they would not get elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And while they're criticizing the country and the people that gave them those rights, the people that died for those freedoms, um, they're rich and they're whining. And complaining, but they won't leave because mm-hmm. they know in their heart of hearts they will never be able to find anywhere else in the world what they have found in America. Yeah. And it's disgusting. I wish they would take their millions and hoof it on out of here because mm-hmm. they don't deserve to be here. Right. And I apologize ahead of time. There's like 65 mile an hour winds, so it's super windy and there's whistling in the background. Our dog is sleeping, and she's kind of snoring. <laughs> so we have a whole variety of sounds that you all may be hearing. Sorry mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. There's only so much we can do. Yeah, we, we can't control everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, freedom. Let's continue, because it's important. Mm-hmm. What else you got? Yes, Court. I have Second Corinthians 3, verse 17. 
Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. America used to be a country full of revival. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And where there was revivals, there was freedom. Right. Mm -hmm. There was joy. There was peace. There's always going to be haters. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, there's always going to be people that hate on you. Mm -hmm. But Jesus tells us to not worry about that. Focus on him. And then we will have freedom. Yeah. Um, what else do you got? I have Galatians chapter 5, verses 1 and 13. And they say, for freedom, this is verse 1, for freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. And then chapter, excuse me, verse 13. For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. I remember when 9-11 hit, and I remember our country coming together. It was one of the worst things that I remember, um, but it was awesome to see that our country came together. Yeah. And they were not okay with evil attacking our country. Mm-hmm. I know that our country's fallen so far because you bring in this COVID crap, and now we have a country divided. Those people that are attacking our country, the politicians, China, so on and so forth, we have half of our country that is no longer fighting for what's right. Yeah. And it makes me really, really sad. Because I remember those moments where people were coming together and helping each other and supporting each other and and supporting the police and supporting the firefighters and helping to clean up. And, and it wasn't just in New York. It was all across the country. I saw more flags come out of people's homes and hanging on front porches than I ever have. And it was awesome. Yeah. And people were friendlier. And they realized, you know, our country is special. Mm-hmm. And there are people out there that hate it and want it destroyed. And it was awesome to see Americans come together and say, we're not going to tolerate that. And I wonder where that spirit is right now. Where is that right now? Our Our country is being attacked. Not only from foreign enemies, but domestic enemies. And people aren't paying attention. They're just not paying attention. Um, any other scriptures for freedom? Yeah, I have a few. Okay. Okay, so the first one is Acts 13, verse 39. It says, And by him everyone who believes is freed from everything from from which you could not be freed by the law of Moses. So Jesus has freed us from everything of this world if we choose to be free. Yeah. It's the other thing. The free good will. thing, good and bad thing about free will. Mm-hmm. It's good that we get to choose, but it's bad because we get to choose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the reality. Everybody gets to choose. Yeah. 
Um, nobody has a right to take that away. Mm-hmm, yeah. And God doesn't even do that. Mm-hmm. So our government shouldn't be doing that either. Yeah. yeah. They're not God. No. Mm-hmm. Satan tries to oppress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. They're trying to steal our freedoms. Mm-hmm. So we got to be cautious. Mm-hmm. That's not what God wanted for us. Right. On any level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why the Constitution was written the way it was, is because God wanted all of his people to be free. Yeah. Yeah. Free to choose. Whether it's right or wrong, you still have that freedom to choose. Mm -hmm. But the current regime, they're trying to take all of that right away. They don't want you to choose anything unless it's their way. Yeah. That's Satan's way of doing things. Mm -hmm. God doesn't do that. Nope. God doesn't force anything on anybody. He loves you so much, he'll let you choose, but there's also consequences to what you choose. It's real yeah. bummer, because it seems like there's consequences to everything you choose. <laughs> there's, there's been times where I've asked God, I'm like, please take away my free will, I'd rather love you forever than ever, than anything else. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that too. Yeah. I, I, please? I've prayed that too, because I'm like, I would rather you take my free will so I can just love you and not have... Another choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that other choice, you know, is going to be bad. Yeah. It's going to be, it's not going to end well. Mm-hmm. And I'd rather not have it. Yeah. I don't like making mistakes. I don't like screwing up. I get that we learn from those things, but I would rather not have that, mm-hmm. which sounds weird, but God does what he does out of love. Mm-hmm. The government is doing things not out of love, but out of evil control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's far different. I'm willing to give up my freedom of choice mm-hmm. for God and God's will and his plan for my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God is the only one that gets to decide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has my whole life planned out, and I want to see that come to fruition. Yeah. The government, police, judges, they don't have a say in anything. Right. They're actually supposed to be under the authority of God. Mm-hmm. So their choices, um, whether they're affecting us or not, will come back and they will be judged for those. Um, so, any other freedom? Yeah, others. <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay, Romans 8, 2. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. Yep. Amen. So we don't have to die here. We get to live forever mm-hmm. with Jesus if we choose the right thing. Mm-hmm. I also oh, choose the right thing. <laughs> I know. I know. Me too. You know, and it's important. That's why it's important to know God's word. Yeah. You want to follow his word. Pray, be obedient to his voice, what he calls you to do. Confirm what you're hearing in the Bible. If it doesn't line up in the Bible, it's probably not from God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why you always have a backup. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. You always have a backup with the Bible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, any others before we move on? Oh, yeah. One more. <laughs> Sorry, you said a couple and I just kind of flaked out on that one. That's all good. Revelation one five b and that says to him who loves us and has set us, set us. Sorry, <laughs> I missed a word. To him who loves us and has freed us from our sin by his blood. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
which is amazing. No one else is going to do that. You don't see politicians sacrificing themselves for us. No. No one else can save you. No. We have soldiers, if they stepped up, they could protect us Mm -hmm. from the evil regime, but they're not even doing that. Yeah. They're not even doing their job. So really the only person that can set us free and protect us is God Almighty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, that's important. So, yeah. what about you, Cor? Did you have anything else on that? No, I think I finished my list. Okay. <laughs> so, so, Izzy, you had some things that, or, yeah, you had some things, so yes, let's, I do. let's discuss what you had, because you had some things that came to mind, and you had some ideas for podcasts, so we'll probably do a couple of those later on. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so what, you know, what jumped out at you? Well, um, I have a bunch of verses that are really encouraging, and hopefully they'll encourage whoever listens to this. Um, and interestingly enough, they're on, all in Revelation. Um, so the first one is Revelation 7, or no, Revelation chapter 2, verse 7. And it says, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. And then it's uh, chapter 2, verse 11. It says, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The one who conquers will not be hurt by the second death. The next one is still chapter 2, um, verse eight, 17. And it says, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will give him, no, I will give some of the hidden manna, and I will give him a white stone with a new name written on the stone that no one knows except the one who receives it. The next one is... Uh, still in chapter 2, verse 26 and through 28. It says, The one who conquers and who keeps my works until the end, to him I will give authority over the nations, and he will rule them with a rod of iron, as when earthen pots are broken in pieces, even as I myself have, re- have received authority from my Father. And I will give him the morning star. Now oh, that's just fantastic. <laughs> And then the next verse is Revelation chapter 3, verse 5, and it says, The one who conquers will be clothed thus in white garments, and I will never blot his name out of the book of life. I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. The next one is still chapter 3, verse uh, verse 12. It says, The one who conquers, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. Never shall he go out of it. And I will write on him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down from my God out of heaven, and my own new name. And then the last one says, verse 21, says, The one who conquers, I will grant him to sit with me on my throne, as I also conquered and sat down with my father on his throne. It's definitely reassuring. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But... You have to conquer. Mm-hmm. means you have to beat. You have to win. You have to be victorious yeah. over things. Mm-hmm. You can't just give up. Yeah. You yeah. can't just hand over your freedoms. You can't just say, okay, here I am. You can't not fight. Yeah. You have to step up. You have to do something. Mm-hmm. 
it's important. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you're good. Um, A way to fight and to make sure you conquer is looking at what Jesus did and how he conquered and use God's word to battle against Satan and his attacks and everything else that the Bible says to do whenever Satan comes against you, your family, and your country. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I just wanted to end this um, with some excerpts from Bonhoeffer um, because it's kind of interesting and uh, I'm not going to read a whole lot. I'm just going to read some some experts here. Experts. Excerpts, <laughs> sorry. Um, one of the things, it's kind of titled Guilt and Freedom. And I'm going to read part of that. And then there's a poem that he wrote, which is really fitting. And that's what I'm going to end with. So Bonhoeffer says he... He knew he might be arrested and even killed, but had come to terms with that reality. Um, this, this, this sort of thinking um, in regards to this fight um, that him and other Christians in the church um, to destroy Hitler and, and, you know, stop the evil, says Bonhoeffer confided to me, that he was actively and responsibly involved in the German resistance against Hitler, following his moral conviction that the structure of responsible actions includes both readiness to accept guilt and freedom, and that is from his ethics book. If any man tries to escape guilt and responsibility, he detaches himself from the ultimate reality of human existence. And what's... And what is more, he cuts himself off from the redeeming mystery of Christ's bearing guilt without sin. And he has no share in the divine justification which lies upon this event. This is also from his ethics book. It says, Bonhoeffer knew that to live in fear of incurring guilt was itself sinful. God wanted his beloved children to operate out of freedom and joy to do what was right and good not out of fear of making a mistake. To live in fear and guilt was to be religious in the pejorative sense that Bonhoeffer so often talked and preached about. He knew that to act freely could mean inadvertently doing wrong and incurring guilt. In fact, he felt that living this way meant that it was impossible to avoid, to avoid incurring guilt. But if one wished to live responsibly and fully, one would be willing to do so. Um, sometimes, and when I've when I've been talking with people, they feel helpless, like they don't really know what to do. Yeah. I guess the first thing I say is pray about it. Mm-hmm. God's telling you to do something. Do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't worry about the rest of it. Just continue to stay in communication with God and trust Him that He will lead you to whatever he needs you to do. Yeah. So this quick poem, um, it says that he wrote these lines in a few hours this evening. They are quite unpolished. I can see this morning that I shall again have to revise them completely. Still, I'm sending them to you as they are in the rough. I'm certainly no poet. 
but he was, and the poem is a distillation of his theology at that time. It's called Stations on the Road to Freedom. Discipline. If you set out to seek freedom, then learn above all things to govern your soul and your senses, for fear that your passions and longing may lead you away from the path you should follow. Chase be your mind and your body, and both in subjection, obediently, steadfastly seeking the aim set before them. Only through discipline may a man learn to be free. Action. Daring to do what is right, not what fancy may tell you. Valiantly grasping occasions, not cravenly doubting. Freedom comes only through deeds, not through thoughts taking wing. Faint not nor fear, but go out to the storm and the action, trusting in God, whose commandment you faithfully follow. Freedom, exultant, will welcome your spirit with joy. Suffering. A change has come indeed. Your hands so strong and active are bound, and helplessness now you see your action is ended. You sigh in relief, your cause committing to stronger hands. So now you may be, now, I'm sorry, now you may rest contented. Only for one blissful moment could you draw near to touch freedom, then, that it might be perfected in glory, you gave it to God. In death, come now, thou greatest of feasts, on the journey to freedom eternal. Death, cast aside all the burdensome chains, and demolish the walls of our temporal body, the walls of our souls that are blinded, so that at last we may see that which here remains hidden. Freedom, how long we have sought thee in discipline, action, and suffering, dying, we now may behold the revealed in the Lord. Pretty powerful. Get a chance to read Bonhoeffer. Um, do it. Yeah. It's important. It's uh, kind of revealing history, what it was like back under Hitler. Not much different where we're dealing with now. We pray that these scriptures have encouraged you um, maybe touched your heart or your spirit to delve a little deeper. Comfort you. Comfort you. Um, but just stay strong and know that you're not alone. Yeah. God is with you. Trust Him and His Word. Know that others are praying for you. And and um, we just love you all. And thank you for listening. And God bless you all. And God bless America. <laughs>